Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocked big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, A Troublesome Inheritance, Gene, Race and Human History. This book presents arguments regarding the very concept of human race and discusses the biological basis of such an idea. It seeks to challenge the perspective that race is merely a socio-cultural concept. The book seeks to establish that human evolution is ongoing and continuous to demonstrate characteristics indicating it is recent, copious, and regional. The author presents his book aware that his conclusions are controversial due to the nature of the sensitive topic of race. Opponents of a troublesome inheritance's conclusions counter that Wade's writing encourages racism and distorts the findings by the researchers he cites in the book. He works to explain past such counter-arguments, acknowledging throughout the book that his writing is not the popular view, stressing that his ideas are not politically biased, and is careful to include only the latest cutting-edge research findings. By basing his conclusions on the central idea that humans have biological attributes that vary across different races, such as skin and hair color, Wade proposes that many less visible differences, such as different levels of alcohol tolerance, the tendency to aggressive behaviors, are attributable to race as well. Both Wade and his critics agree, however, that human genome research has found a lot of evidence that all humans share a large gene pool, but there is also a myriad of divergent evolutionary characteristics. Nicholas Wade is a British author and journalist who has written three books on the topic of human evolution, including this one. He graduated with a Bachelor's of Arts in Natural Sciences from the King's College in Cambridge, England. He worked as a deputy editor of major scientific magazines Nature and Science in the 20th century. Wade immigrated to the United States in 1970 and served as an editorial writer for the New York Times for 30 years. Next, we will look at the main content of this book in three parts. Part 1 Humans are still evolving. Part 2 The interaction between human social behavior and natural selection. Part 3 The genetic factors of human race are reflected in social systems. Part 1 Humans are still evolving. Based on Wade's point of view, human evolution is recent, copious, and regional. Using genome scanning technology, biologists have discovered that humans over time have been evolving continuously, and natural selection still influences it to this day. At least 14% of human genomes, according to one finding, have changed as a result of recent evolutionary pressures. Most signs of natural selection have occurred in the last 30,000 to 5,000 years of human existence, as far as science can tell. The appearance of physical traits such light skin, light hair, and blue eye color is a result of an evolutionary process that we can easily observe. However, only under significant selective pressure can evolutionary signs of the most recent past centuries be obvious enough to be observed. In Lilacs Cutters near Quebec, Canada, hundreds of years of uninterrupted marriage and childbirth records gave researchers a chance to observe aspects of short-term human evolution. The data show that between 1799 and 1940, the average age of first-time mothers fell from 26 to 22, which weighed attributes to evolutionary pressure. Another multi-generational medical study showed that not only is the age curve is falling, but menopause is also being delayed. These statistical studies suggest something significant, these traits could be hereditary. 
In other words, the mean age of first reproduction daughters is changing probably because their mothers also gave birth at a younger age as well. This suggests to Wade that the evolution of human race can be considered a regionally occurring undertaking. Wade explains his belief that there are three principal human races, Africans, East Asians, and Europeans. From the color of our skin, hair and eyes, we can see and infer that different genes have been altered by natural selection. People from different continents face different geographic challenges, which has led to external and internal physical differences, such as in appearance or in nutritional metabolisms. For instance, some may be more tolerant to alcohol and some may be lactose intolerant. Wade concludes that this internal bodily function difference with metabolism logically extends too to some aspects of brain function. As we mentioned earlier, the author's view that human races are separate biologically conflicts with the prevailing view of current sociologists. Researchers in this field have long assumed that the evolutionary process for humans has largely ended, arguing that different human races do not exist in a biological sense. The American Society for Anthropology, for example, directly states that differences in race is linked to differences in culture and that there is no biological difference between people of different ethnicities. Similarly, the American Sociological Society also believes that race is primarily a social concept. Wade's acknowledges their warning that it can be dangerous to attribute race to biology in the beginning of his book, but then asks, why do sociologists reject the idea of different human races? Why is the official attitude of sociologists in this regard so uniform across the board? Wade suggests that their view supports their political perspectives and is protective against the parallel idea that could be interpreted from identifying people as distinct races, the idea that one is inherently better or worse than the other, which is the textbook definition of racism. According to Wade, the pushback against his ideas and others who speak out against the mainstream view of there being only one human race is out of fear that willful misinterpretation of the data will lead to human rights atrocities. For instance, nearly a hundred years ago, Adolf Hitler distorted the concept of racial differences into his idea that his own race was better than others and that the other races should be killed. He then used the state apparatus to commit genocide-style massacres of specific races, based on a superiority he fully believed to be true. The author emphasizes that this is not his goal whatsoever, nor does he advocate for such measures. Another possible reason why sociologists oppose biologically-based race examinations, Wade writes, is academic inertia. He accuses other academics of self-censorship, out of another fear, that of losing their career because their research angered their colleagues. The professional standard set in the academic realm is to have all research reviewed by their peers, to be scrutinized and verified, but Wade asserts that the scientists who disagree with widely held beliefs are afraid their future research would be impacted if they aren't able to be published because they do not have credibility in the eyes of their colleagues. This creates a cycle of reassured viewpoints on certain topics. This kind of academic behavior has its positives and negatives. Wade stresses that science is about what is, not what ought to be, and that values such as racism and discrimination is morally wrong rather than scientifically wrong. Therefore, he asserts, assuming scientific discussion and evidence will lead to racism and discrimination is a reflection of the people in the scientific community rather than the science itself. We conclude part one with this consideration to keep in mind when discussing the science that Wade shares with us. This book discusses how humans are still evolving, a lot, 
and not at the same rates across the world, and how it represents pushback against the common idea that difference in race is a social construct, which is reinforced by reasons that are not the scientific facts. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.